I'm your host, Sarita, along with my co-host, Dr. Sylvia Shipman. Welcome to a Burning Love Moment podcast. We will discuss topics associated with drug abuse and addiction, as well as assist individuals struggling with everyday life issues. This podcast is about helping you move from a place of shame and embarrassment to one of power and boldness through a relationship with God. Get ready to be equipped and empowered to take back control over your destiny. Welcome to a Burning Love Moments. for joining us. I am your host, Pastor Sarita Jones, president and founder of Burning Love Outreach, along with my amazing co-host, Dr. Sylvia Shipman, CEO of Jubilee Community Development Corporation. Well, our topic for today is one that I believe most people don't like to discuss, which is what happens to your spouse and your children if you were to pass away today? For some reason, which I don't understand why, our culture, in our culture, we don't want to discuss um, anything that has to do with death. When we know it is inevitable that each of us will die one day, and you know what? We should be financially ready for this time in our lives. How would you, how would your family pay for your funeral? How would they live? Will the surviving spouse have enough money to meet their monthly obligations in your absence or if there was a sudden passing um, in the family? Now, although it's not a popular topic and it's not necessary that families have, it is necessary that families have these discussions about death and what happens if someone was to pass away. And if you don't wanna talk about it now, I guarantee a time will come that someone in your family would have to have this discussion and what are they going to do? You're so right, Pastor Sarita, I totally agree with you. Uh, You know, I often suggest to others to do their part in situations as such, because it's, you know, we understand that they can be very uncomfortable. Well, when you address topics as such, you know it and I know it, you may not get the results with your loved ones like you want to, right? Because it's just one of those topics that we do not like to deal with. However, you know, just the fact that you implemented the conversation is a great start. Just remember that. Okay, mm-hmm. it may not, you may not get the results, but just the fact that you implement it is a great start. However, you, you can't stop there. 
And sometimes we do that because we like, you know, they didn't receive it right. You know, should I continue? Just keep doing it. Because essentially, you know, the fact that we address these uh, uncomfortable topics, it's necessary that we do so, you know? Yeah. Uh, however, all right, so yeah, yes, jump in there anytime. You know, I've heard numerous of times, numerous of testimonies as we all have with our loved ones that have attempted to do this and have experienced these same tragedies that our, our family members stating that they uh, were glad when they do, you know, address these things. They're glad that everything was in order to the finalization mm -hmm. for their loved ones. So in essence, what I'm saying is that when we do talk about it and we do get people uh, to do it or don't do it, we hear testimonies all the time, you know, things was not in order. I wish I had that in order. And then those that did, it made things so lovely to celebrate the life of their loved ones. And yeah. on the spectrum, folk just have a hard time. They can't even grieve during the process because mm -hmm. the tragedy of the financial hardship or whatever that needs to take place was not in order, right? So those that did not prepare, a majority of these families struggled to deal with the financial hardship, yes. all the while dealing with their grief, as I said earlier. Again, do what you do, right? We must all do what you can do to eliminate any privations your family may face during such difficult situations. Yeah. Because it's not always comfortable, and we all know that. Would you say so, uh, Pastor Sarita? Absolutely, absolutely. We know it's not comfortable, but you know what? Mm -hmm. We have an awesome woman of God as our guest tonight. She endured the unfortunate passing of her husband. Our guest is going to share her experience with us today. And we just want to make sure you don't go anywhere because this is a serious topic. And our guest is going to tell us about her personal and embarrassing situation. So yes, open your hearts and get ready to receive. All right, before we can go anywhere any further, please prepare yourself, call, text, FaceTime, whatever you have to do to get, some, uh, get your loved one here on a burning love moment, because guess what? This is a wonderful topic that we all need to be encouraged in. So please reach out to your loved one. You do not want to miss this remarkable story. So before we can go any further, yes, let's do our disclaimer. We must do that. And that is, uh, Pastor Sarita are on a mandate by God Almighty to do the work of the Lord. We are not psychiatrists or psychologists. However, we are on a mandate to fulfill and impact the lives of his people in the manner that he has placed us on this platform. And in saying all that, we are excited. Let's go in the word of prayer so we will not prolong uh, our guests to come in and share her amazing story with the Father, Lord God Almighty. We love you and we thank you. Thank you for what you are doing and orchestrating the lives of your people. We thank you for Life 101 Radio and TDN Network Television, Lord God, and all that you're doing with all these amazing people that you're gathering for such a time as this to for us to impact us with the things in which you will have us to know, to live, and to receive of these. So have that way. Impact the lives, the families, Lord God. Use our guests, Sarita, and in a way, in a manner that you'll be glorified. And certainly the platform of Life 101 Radio and TDN Network Radio uh, Television Station. We love you and we thank you for the works that you're doing right now all over the world, especially in the lives of your people in which you're calling in this hour. This we decree and declare, and we give you glory and honor for the great works in which you're doing. 
In the matchless name of our Lord and Savior, we pray. Hallelujah. So stay tuned. We'll be right back with our amazing guest. Do you like my smile? Thanks to the professional team at Beacon Dental Group in Dorchester, Massachusetts, I've got world-class dental care. Beacon Dental Group has expert and caring staff who are dedicated to providing the most advanced and satisfactory treatment in all aspects of oral health. Their services are designed to meet your needs and give you a perfect smile too. General checkups, cosmetic surgery, Gemini laser service, and advanced procedures, all in a state-of-the-art facility. Check out Beacon Dental Group at 1026 Blue Hill Avenue, Dorchester, or call 617-282-2146 for a smile that lights the world. Do you suffer with addiction issues? Do you want to stop it for good and get your life back on track? Burning Love Outreach Ministry is here to help you. Founder and President Ms. Sarita Jones shares her powerful jaw-dropping testimony about her personal experience of being addicted to crack cocaine and having numerous wants issued for her arrest. She does it out loud and personal where you will not have to suffer in silence. Please visit her website at burningloveoutreach.org. You can comment on the page. You can submit your prayer request. You can give your testimony. You can reach us also on Facebook, Instagram, and subscribe to the YouTube page and LinkedIn as well. You are not alone. Don't you give up and don't you give in. And please don't you give out. Burning Love is here to help you. Burning Love Moment. Well, welcome back to a Burning Love Moment podcast on Life101Radio.net and TDN Internet Television, where our guest today was born in Pensacola, Florida, to David and Bertha McCants. She has seen her share of challenges in her life, but none like what we are going to discuss tonight. Now, she is committed to educating others on how to overcome obstacles and pursue a vibrant and blessed life. She's a college graduate with a degree in human resources, a certified life coach, parent educator, and author. Now, she uses her gifts of educating, encouraging, and extorting to help others strive for a better life through unique experiences such as widowhood and parenting grandchildren at any age. Now, she's a widow, a mother, a grandmother, an individual who experienced the unexpected passing of her husband, her best friend, a man who loved God and absolutely loved her to the core. Now she is going to share about how that experience affected her life. So please help me welcome Shanita Connolly to a burning love moment. And Shanita, why are you willing to share your experience with our audience? First of all, and I want to say to you and Dr. Shipman, thank you for this opportunity and to God be the glory. The reason why I am willing to share my story is because God instructed me to. Mm-hmm. And with those instructions, um, I am walking in obedience. 
praise the Lord. Yes. Praise the Lord. Where what we're going to do, we're going to start your story. We want you to take us from 2015, but just to backtrack a little bit, we know that you were a single mother. You were divorced for about 20 years when God blessed you with this amazing husband of yours. And we know that um, his wife passed away in 2009 from liver cancer. Mm -hmm. And some years before you had actually collaborated with your second husband and his wife in a nonprofit working environment. Mm -hmm. So you knew them, but we want to make it clear to our audience that there was no attraction. There was no flirting. There was no advances going on between the two of you. You were just working together. Mm -hmm. So when his wife succumbed to cancer in 2009, you reached out to prepare dinner for the family, just like we all do when someone transitions life. We try to help the family in ways that we can. And a friendship developed. Yes. And that friendship developed into a relationship. Now, we want you to take us from that part of your story, that journey, and tell us a little bit about you and your husband and your relationship. Sure. Um, so 2009, you mentioned his previous wife passed away from liver cancer. And so I'll, I'll start there when the friendship began. And the friendship was so organic and it was so genuine. It was so pure that once we began to take all the walls down, he said to me, I didn't like you when I met you. <laughs> and the reason he said that is because I am so serious when it comes to work and ministry and, 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 and doing things. And so there were some differences in terms of how they did business and how I did business. Okay. So we kind of, you know, clashed, didn't you? We clashed, <laughs> right? right? And so it was still the respect there, though. The respect was still there, although we clashed on some levels. Fast forward to 2009, when, as you said, she passed away and I extended, you know, services to provide dinner for the family. And once we became friends, months later, he told me that he didn't like me. But he realized when he got to know me, the person, because he had never gotten to know me, the person, mm -hmm. only the business person. Uh -huh. he said, wow, you're nothing like I thought. So, you know, I... I that was a joke, a running joke in our relationship for years. Like, oh, you didn't like me, huh? <laughs> so I thank God that, you know, he allowed us to get to know each other on a personal level. So many years later, we're talking, I met Elaine in 2003. I met Winston in 2004 and she passed away in 2009. And here we go. Okay. So, yes. Okay. So with that being said, I know you said kind of tell you a little bit of the story. Um, as you mentioned, I had been single for 20 years before we became friends, 22 when we married in 2011. And I had prayed to God and started lining myself up to be a wife again because I knew that I was. Mm -hmm. And so um, I started praying and just preparing myself and started listing the things that I desired. And so when he did show interest and said to me, you're a keeper, I already oh, yeah. knew that I was a keeper, right? <laughs> so I was just waiting for the right man to say, oh, right. I already knew. So 
he was able to enjoy the prize um, of, of being married to me in 2000, October 28, um, 2011. And so we, um, he was ordained as a minister in August of 2011, and we got married two months later. And, mm-hmm. you know, immediately, because him and his previous wife loved marriage ministry, yeah. And I am a marriage champion to the to the day I die. Mm-hmm. It was almost as if it was set up or dangly for us to connect. And so we on our way to our honeymoon, we called our pastor and said, Pastor Luke, would you allow us to start and lead the marriage ministry of the church? Because there was not one. And he said, sure. And so us, along with another couple, started the marriage ministry and it's called One Flesh Marriage Ministry. Oh, Mm -hmm. I think that's when we got connected on Facebook um, because we we do have a history. We went to the same elementary school in in Florida and, um, you know, Facebook really connects people again. And I remember I I um, friend you and we became friends on Facebook and just watching the journey of you and your husband and what you were doing in marriage ministry. It was absolutely phenomenal. And I was very impressed with what you guys were doing together. Yes. It, it is still such a passion of mine. When I think of couples like you and so many other couples out there married, I want to make sure that they understand you're a team. Mm-hmm. You are a team. And That's so, right. you know, we try to make sure that that message um, as we led the marriage ministry was resounding, like mm-hmm. you really are on the same team. So can we mm-hmm. act like that? <laughs> <laughs> can we remember that? <laughs> that? That's a message in itself right there. Yes. So, team. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, so you two were the leaders of the marriage ministry. You were traveling. You oh were living God. life. You were busy, right? We were busy. Busy, 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 busy doing life. Doing life. Okay, take us to the time of June 30th. Yes. So June 30th, 2015 was a wonderful day, was a normal day. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was, when I look back today, it was uniquely organically ordained as well because we started out, he went to work. Um, I went to work, um, we took the grandbaby to pre-K and, um, he got off work after me. I got off work and I'm just kind of take you through the day. I got off work, picked Madison up and we went home to cook dinner. My husband came home from work a little later than he typically would have. It was a Tuesday because we have Bible study on Tuesday. I knew that I wasn't going to Bible study, but I thought let me cook dinner because he may want to go because he was a minister on, on, um, for our church. Mm-hmm. And when he got home, he said, no, I'm not going today. I have some things that I want to, some errands I want to run. So I won't go. So we sat down, we had dinner together. He got up, went and ran those errands, came back. Um, seemed to me normal, nothing out of the norm. I had put mm-hmm. Madison to bed. Um, he was, kind of working on an invoice for a customer because he catered. And um, another friend came by to pick up a cake a little bit later. I was already laying down. So I would just holler down the steps and say, hey, or hello. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember um, waking up 
and he was on he was in the bedroom and he was laughing on the phone laughing and I, I woke up and said who are you talking to and he said Raven I said what are you guys talking about and they said you so I was always the topic of the jokes mm-hmm. um and I was good with that and so I dozed back off woke back up again he was off the phone but still working on his laptop and he was working on that invoice um updating the invoice and I remember it was about 10 25 10 10 p.m. or so. And I said, Winston, don't you think you need to retire for the evening? Because you have to be up early in the morning to go to work. Typically, he would have said something really funny. Yeah. He didn't say Mm. anything to me. He got Mm. up. He put that computer down. He turned the light off because he was already in his pajamas. Mm -hmm. He sat on the bed, laid down on his side, turned over on his stomach. And I was on, I was facing, I was on the right side of the bed. He turned his head to me to say, good night and I love you and collapsed Mm. instantly. And because he was a jokester, I immediately thought he's joking. Mm. I remember pushing him, calling his name, Winston, Winston, Winston. Mm. He was hard as I, he was stiff. And I panicked and I remember picking up the phone and dialing 911. Mm-hmm. And then I remember picking up his phone and dialed my daughter's number back because that was the last person he talked to. And I remember mm-hmm. saying to her, I think, because she called him Mr. Winston, although they called him dad, yeah. I think Mr. Winston has died. And it was, I mean, it, it was just like, oh my God, this could not be happening because earlier that day while I was at work Mm -hmm. I had just written in my planner October 28th the wedding anniversary in the calendar and started thinking about what we were going to do that October so Mm -hmm. I was thinking to myself this could not be real like and I remember running out down the steps running to my neighbor's house at night knocking on the door to get some help calling another neighbor across the street to come and, and help me because I didn't know CPR. Oh, mm-hmm. gosh. So at this point, you're married for what, six years now? No, we were, we, at that point, we were almost married for, we were almost together six total. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we were approaching our fourth year wedding anniversary, but six years together. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, but Shortly after you were married, like six months after you were married, he was diagnosed with kidney. He went into kidney. Mm-hmm. He went into kidney and heart failure. So when we started dating, he had an irregular heartbeat, which didn't seem to be much of an issue because I would go to the doctor with him. Mm-hmm. And six months after we got married, he went into heart and kidney failure. Mm-hmm. And the doctor said he needed a defibrillator. But Winston did not want a defibrillator. So he chose to do oral medication okay. versus the, the implant. Mm-hmm. Do you think if he had the implant that he may not have succumbed to that heart attack? I oftentimes felt like even me and the cardiologist would mm-hmm. try to convince him. We felt like it would have given him more of a chance at mm-hmm. life, a longer life, right? Yeah. Adamant. Like it was no convincing him to try this route. So his mind was made up. His mind was even week or two before the heart attack. 
-hmm. that took his life, he talked about it. And he said he was confident in his decision not to have the defibrillator. It was, so as I look back Mm -hmm. and think of the conversations and the things that he was doing leading up to the heart attack, he was getting ready. It was almost like he knew it was coming. Mm -hmm. Um, When I say getting ready, things around the house, certain affairs, Mm -hmm. he was, but he ran out of time. So what happened after he has the heart attack? How Mm -hmm. long was he in the hospital before he passed away? So God had given me the number 21 through a friend Mm -hmm. who worshiped with us. And her husband had passed away in May, um, on May 30th actually, and they both were ministers of our church, um, amazing men. And God had given her the number 21 to give to me. So he was in the hospital for 21 days, mm. 21 days. I was confident and hopeful that he would have survived that 21 day in the hospital, but he didn't. Yeah. And it was devastating. Um, I think about those 21 days. When I look back, those 21 days were really for Shanita. Mm. They weren't for him. They were for me because I was thinking from that first incident of the six months after we got married, heart and kidney failure, I was thinking I had to fight for his life like I did then. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when God gave the number 21 for three weeks, we asked the church and the family to pray and fast Mm -hmm. with us each and every week in hopes that God's miraculous Mm -hmm. power would have Mm -hmm. changed the narrative. It did not change the narrative. Yeah. And it, it, during those 21 days, he was bringing me closer to him. Mm-hmm. That was for he you. Had, it was for me. He has showed mm-hmm. me his goodness by granting the time that he had left mm-hmm. on this earth with me, mm-hmm. with the desires yeah. of my heart. So he had given and showed me that even though I wanted it for a longer period of time. Right. Hmm. So those 21 days when he did not, um, when we took him off the respirator on that 21st day, I was hoping that he would have been able to breathe on his own. He was gone within seconds. So what's, go ahead, Dr. Ship. No, I was was just going to say, you know, so often when we do fast and pray for our loved ones, and I'm learning this, being reminded, shall I say, you know, we're praying for our loved ones, for them to pull through, you know, the power of prayer, but God just been reminding me lately, everyone has a journey and we don't know what their decisions are laying on Mm. that. But but like you said, you said it's so beautiful that the Lord was preparing you because we, we know God can do it. Lord, we know you can raise the dead. We know you can heal the soul. You know, we can, you can raise them from the bed of affliction, but we don't know what their path is that God has chosen for them and what they have decided. Mm-hmm. And you know, that gives us comfort when we do be reminded of that. So yeah. you know, I'm sure you had your emotions to go through yes. and all of that. And I'm sure you can tell us many things that you're mm-hmm. doing that time. 
But you can um, go ahead, Sarita. I just wanted to interject. I was just going to ask her, so after all of that, how are you feeling? What's, mm-hmm. what's, what's going on? What's taking place here? Because yeah. now your husband has passed away. And, and we, when we opened up the segment, we were talking about individuals having their finances in order and speaking to family members about death. What happens mm-hmm. if the spouse, one of the spouses, suddenly passed away so this has happened to you what's what's taking place in your life now what is really taking place because he was the breadwinner right Mm -hmm. when I say breadwinner we're talking multiple streams of income right he allowed me to work part-time so we're saying he was retired from the military Mm. so there's a retirement check from doing 20 years in the army. He retired from the state of Georgia as a programmer. So he was a computer programmer for 30 years total, 20 with the army, 10 with the state. So there was a retirement check from the state of Georgia. We're talking about a disability check that came from the military. So that's a third source of the income. Mm -hmm. We're talking about his work check. There's a fourth check, right? We're talking about his catering business. There's a fifth source of income. We're talking about me working part-time. There is a part-time, which is a sixth stream of income. And then we're talking about some of the projects that we would do on the side, seven streams of income. So you're saying now that this breadwinner is no longer there and we were so busy doing life Mm -hmm. as women as a woman and a man of the word of the cloth of the kingdom we were so busy doing life we actually knew that we needed to sit down with an attorney to do our will right yes we actually knew we needed to sit down with a financial advisor to talk about our finances and prepare for the inevitable or re- prepare for retirement. We knew this. We had mentioned it. We've talked about it numerous times, but guess what? No, we were busy doing life. Mm-hmm. So we did not pause and say, we need to, and we need to make sure, because he had just joined the legal shield as a rep. Yeah. So we talked about, oh, we need to schedule that appointment. So we were When I say we knew better, Mm -hmm. not only did we know better because of some of the moves we were making on the chessboard of life, but we knew better because in our church, our pastor allowed us to uh, host an event, What's Love Got to Do With It? And so each year in February, we were hosting an event and we would have financial advisor to come and talk as a part of the panel. So we had heard so many scenarios about what needed to be done to get your affairs in order. As a matter of fact, we, his previous wife passed away and Winston shared with me that they did not have life insurance. Mm -hmm. Someone paid for their, her funeral. And he still, the date from the, to the day he died, he still didn't know who paid for her funeral, but she was so amazing she was such an amazing woman of God mm-hmm. he didn't know it was taken care of so he knew from that that should have been enough for us to say 
mm-hmm. have our business in order, right? But we were busy mm-hmm. doing everything for everybody in ministry, mm-hmm. working it, working, enjoying life, traveling, doing all sorts of things. Yeah. And as leaders in the church and people who understand the word of God, mm-hmm. we did not apply those important principles that were taught between the pages of that Bible mm-hmm. from so, Genesis to Revelation. So, so we are out there just living life and not taking care of business, not thinking about the, the consequences of not doing so. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was going to ask you. I, I know you said you and Winston, you were busy doing life. A lot of people um, don't have these conversations, Shanita. A lot of families don't. They don't want to address what is inevitable. And that is that we are all going to die. And then when you hear someone dying and then they can't bury them, you hear for like three, four weeks, they're not having a funeral because they're trying to raise money, collect money because funeral homes, they don't do free funerals. So um, I, I just wanted to ask you, and I know you have talked to many people about this topic. What, what are some of the reasons why you hear people say that they don't have their this type of business in order? I think that um, a few reasons, and, and, and it was like that for us. Busy, right? Mm-hmm. Busy. And some people think that it's mortal, so they don't want to talk about it. Yeah. So I remember as a young girl, a young adult, single mom, my mother had the conversation with me and said, Shanita, you should take out a life insurance policy on me and your dad. Mm. Now they already had their policies, but she was so forward thinking. She said, this is a way that you can create generational wealth. Mm -hmm. I did not want to have that conversation. So I didn't. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And and one of my older sisters did, and she listened to my mother's advice and did do that. So when my mom passed, who had an additional, what, maybe $50,000, $25,000, whatever it was uh-huh. that her policy was, that wow. she was able to submit the claim for it and obtain those funds. Yeah. So we don't think about what life insurance does is to replace income, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so for us, it left me devastated financially. Mm -hmm. So when you go from over $6,000 a month to less than $1,000 a month, Mm -hmm. unless you are working, just think about how devastating that situation can be. Now that's with the income. We should have sat down with the army. Mm -hmm. I should have known what happens to this check when you die. Right. Because, and let me tell you something, Winston had just went to claim his retirement for the state of Georgia. He could have claimed it at 60, but we were busy doing life. So guess when he claimed it? At 61. Mm. Mm. A whole year. Mm-hmm. So when he went in to do the paperwork for it, the lady, and I didn't even, I, I remember sitting in the car and he went in, I was handling some business in the car and he went into the building to take care of that. When he came back to the car, he said, the lady gave me these documents and we need to go home and talk about how we should, you know, claim these monthly benefits. Mm -hmm. There were three options. One was a lump sum. 
One was a lump sum and you get a check each mm -hmm. month. And the third one was a lump sum. You get a check and then you sign up so that I can continue to get that check when you die. Wow. All of it was just looking after business. If you had took care of business, taking care of your business, you would have not, you're already grieving the loss of your husband, your soulmate. And I yes. could tell you, you guys were close. You, mm. you had a, a great marriage, great yes. relationship. And it, it reminded me of my husband and myself. Yes. And I know, I could just tell the way he looked at you. This man was, was madly in love with you. Now you, you're grieving. And now you don't know how you're going to meet your monthly obligations. Well, you know what? We're going to take a break. We have to take a break. But we're going to come back and we will continue this conversation, please don't go anywhere. Text someone, FaceTime someone, call someone and let them know about this episode of a burning love moment with Shanita Connolly as she shares her journey with us of suddenly losing her husband um, to a heart attack. And she is going to tell us how that devastated and affected her life. We'll be right back. People say I've got a great smile. Well, I have to say, this is all thanks to the professional team at Beacon Dental Group right here in Dorchester, Massachusetts. I've got world-class dental care. Beacon Dental Group has expert and caring staff dedicated to providing the most advanced and satisfactory treatment in all aspects of oral health. Their services are designed to meet your needs and give you a perfect smile too. General checkups, cosmetic surgery, Gemini laser service, and advanced procedures, all in a state-of-the-art facility. Call or visit Beacon Dental Group today, 1026 Blue Hill Avenue, Dorchester, Massachusetts, or call 617-282-2146 for a smile that lights the world. Do you know what it feels like to lose everything, feeling a life of hopelessness? Are you determined and ready to rebuild your life but do not know where to start? Dr. Sylvia Shipman is a life recovery coach and counselor and minister with successful years of experience helping others activate the power of God within them. With her enlightenment and guidance, you will be able to overcome the grip of addiction like never before and begin to reshape your mind and transform your life. For your one-on-one -on -one consultation, please visit her website, DrSiviaShipman.com. You can also find her on Facebook and Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. With your ongoing contributions, this ministry will be able to reach many who are now suffering. Please become a partner with us, changing and shaping lives one mind at a time. This is your jubilee into your new destiny. Visit her today. Burning love moment. Well, welcome back. We hope you all find the conversation with our amazing guests uh, helpful. We know it is. I'm sitting over here thinking of many, many, many things that I know I need to take care of. So I'm sure you're going through the same things. But those who may be just joining us mm -hmm. uh, with uh, Ms. Connerly, please, please take note of what's being shared because yeah. this is vital for all of us. How vital for all of us. How her second husband of only six years suffered a major heart attack. Yeah. Died a few weeks later, leaving her devastated emotionally and financially. Yes. 
Hey, we already experienced all of that with our loved ones. Mm -hmm. uh, they did not have their affairs in order at the time of, of his death, and she suffered because of it. So we got to learn something, you all. Yeah. If you know someone who, have, who can benefit from hearing her story, please tell them about a burning love moment right here on Life 101 Radio and TVN Network TV. Certainly, let's get all the nuggets we can and impact it and apply it in our lives so that we do not experience this as much as we can. We can only do what we can, but yet we can. We have something to do to make things better for ourselves and our loved ones. Please, Ms. Connolly, please take us back into telling us more how you transitioned from all of this hardship that you went through, please. Yes, and, and as you said, it was devastating. Um, you can't grieve when you're trying to survive, right? Right. As educated as my husband and I were, mm -hmm. we should have dotted our I's and crossed our T's yes. as as well as we knew the Lord. Mm -hmm. We should have paused to make sure that things were in order, mm -hmm. as I said, even after his previous wife passed away. So it was um, immediate that I realized those benefits were going away. Yeah. Once I spoke to the military, mm -hmm. the only one that I knew was safe was the retirement check from the state of Georgia. Yeah. Everything else was gone. Yeah. And so we're saying I'm working part-time. Mm -hmm. And so I had to go back to work part-time a few weeks after we buried him, mm -hmm. which was another difficult task because mm -hmm. once you lose a, a partner, a teammate, a friend, a husband, a covering in that way, you need time. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. And have time. Mm. And you did because not I have time because you didn't properly prepare. Pay. We didn't prepare correctly. Didn't and, and, and I remember um, we had a life insurance policy for him, but the amount that we knew it was, mm -hmm. was accidental. That's another area. Mm. It wasn't from a natural cause. It was from an accident. So mm -hmm. the, the, the premium on the benefits on that policy were reduced by half. Mm -hmm. So just hypothetically, if it's a $300,000 policy, now you're looking at $150,000 policy. Mm -hmm. Just hypothetically, if that was it. Yeah. So now you're trying to figure out what you're going to do with the benefits that you do have. Mm -hmm. How long are those benefits going to last mm -hmm. what does that look like for you so mm -hmm. let's go backwards so yes. I we bury him um I'm able to move forward we had his house in Riverdale Georgia my house in Jonesboro in which we lived mm -hmm. I couldn't pay two mortgages mm -hmm. right? so that house um unfortunately I tried to sign my portion over because of the state says you're his wife so if he has children it's split between the three of you. Well, mm -hmm. because I had my own home, I didn't want that home. I wanted to sign my rights over to his sons so that they could have the home that their parents paid mm -hmm. years on, right? Right. But at the time, his children were special needs son was probably late 20s. The younger son was early 20s, and he he really wasn't 
understanding what I was saying in terms of you might want to give up your apartment and move into the house and repair whatever needs to be repaired so that you guys can hold on to what your parents invested in. Right. That conversation didn't have with they he didn't have that with those children. So Mm. they didn't have the mindset to even understand. So that house was foreclosed on. Mm. So that was another loss. And then for me, the income decretion mm-hmm. took place and I had to go back to work and it was so difficult. And I remember the next year, which was April, I had a surgery in April of 2016. And when I woke up from that surgery, because I was so depressed, mm-hmm. I was still moving and going, but so depressed mm-hmm. because I am in shock that we did not have our affairs in order. Mm-hmm. That God said to me when I woke up, it was almost as if he was standing next to me. I need you to live mm. because I need you to share your story. Mm. And I was like, but I don't want to share my story. I'm embarrassed. Yes. He said, it's not about you. That's right. Mm-hmm. It is about those people out there that your story can help save lives. That's right. I was embarrassed that this couple who looked like they had it together didn't have all I's dotted and T's crossed, did not take care of their personal affairs in a manner in which it left me in a better position than it did. And And so go go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, so I had to get on a program that paid my mortgage for two years in December, 2016. Mm. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. 2016. Lord, it was available. Yeah. I thank God. It was, I can't even tell you how this was just orchestrated perfectly. Mm-hmm. And so I just thank God for the provision. Yes. I never had any lights turned off. Mm-hmm. I never had any um utilities turned off. Mm-hmm. Never lost my vehicle. Mm-hmm. Just thank God for the journey and the provision through this, yeah. through that journey mm-hmm. yeah. of wilderness, mm-hmm. there was always provision. And so I'm just grateful to him for that. And let me say, although my husband passed away, I still have his military medical benefits for the rest of my life, mm-hmm. was, which was a great benefit. So I don't want to negate there were some positives on the journey. Mm-hmm. But having to readjust mm-hmm. to the life that I was accustomed to was a very challenging process for me. But I was able to pull myself together because God said, live and share. And it, yes. it, it was very difficult to write the book that I wrote, Is Your House in Order? Mm-hmm. But I had to push through the painful moments to relive the incident to put on paper, to write it, to tell it, to relive it again. Mm -hmm. And so I thank God for carrying me through that journey and all my friends and family members that were able to help me through that process. And so in that book, we talk about, do you have a will? Mm -hmm. Do you have a power of attorney? Mm -hmm. Do you have adequate life insurance? Do you even know what that looks like? So if, if, if you are the breadwinner and you pass away, what provisions are in place to replace your income for those who are dependent on you? What yeah. does that look like? Mm-hmm. Do we have advanced medical directive to tell people 
what do I need to do for you in the event that you're on a ventilator? Do you want to be on one? Do you not? Do you want to be resuscitated? Do you not? What does that look like? Yes. If I have small children, do I have a bank account? Thank God we had joint bank banking matters, right? Yeah. So that wasn't an issue. But just say, I have a friend right now lost her husband during COVID. Yeah. And he had a bank. She was not on it. That oh. money is still tied up. Mm. And so when I have the opportunity to speak to men, especially men in ministry, men in the, in the word, I always say to them, and I ask the question, do you have a secret bank account? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And who knows about it? Right. If you don't want anybody to know about it, who's wow. listed as the POD on that account? Who right. is that money going to go to? Who do you have listed so they can call and say, we have funds for you mm -hmm. from ABC? Right. Right. Are we really, and even single people, they may not have anybody. Um, that they're connected to, but who do you have listed? So right. that money goes to somebody yeah. and not tied up. Your affairs tied up in uh, probate and all kinds of stuff that is not necessary if you take the time to handle your affairs while you are living. Yes. Well, that that is, that's, uh, this is such an awesome topic. Yeah. I am so sorry. We are out of time. <laughs> <laughs> but this is something that needs to be discussed. And the takeaway tonight, yeah. don't become so busy living life that you forget to cross your T's and dot your I's. Yeah. Look after your financial mm -hmm. affairs so that your loved ones can grieve properly. Mm -hmm. And Shanita, please tell us, what are you doing now? I know you say God told you to, to tell your story. I know you do a lot of things. So tell our listeners what you're doing and how they can contact you. Oh, yes. Um, I actually am purposefully living, although I'm full-time employed. <laughs> um, I actually wrote the book, is your house in order? Mm -hmm. I wanted to share that. And it it is a tool. It's a guide to help people do just that. Get your affairs in order. Mm -hmm. I actually enjoy speaking around the world, mm -hmm. um, wherever, virtually, in person. I absolutely love coordinating events to bring all the resources together so people have what they need to get their affairs in order. We're not just talking about bring me in. To, no. Let's bring you, bring me in to create the event so that we can do just that, get our yeah. affairs in order. So yeah. I'm available for that. Um, you can reach me on Facebook um, under Shanita Connolly. You can reach me on Instagram, Scott Connolly. Um, I can also leave my number, Sarita, if that's okay. Yes, that's fine. Okay. It's, mm -hmm, I'm comfortable with it. It's 404-429-8288. Again, that's Shanita Connolly, 404-429-8288. Um, I welcome the opportunity to share in hopes that I can help many people avoid what I had to live through. I do work with widows and widowers and have been for the last seven years. And that's a passion of mine. I thank God that he has trusted me with their hearts and I make sure that I take care of them. Praise well, the Lord. I tell you, this has truly been a blessing. I got so many nuggets 
so many areas that I, I just wanted to share with the audience, not only dealing with the death, the finances, communication. Mm-hmm. I mean, you give us a whole plate full of things to look at. So we, listeners, I just, we want to, at Burning Love Moment, moment want to thank you all for taking the time out to be with us with this amazing woman, Miss Connolly, who shared her heart with her, you know, opened her spirit up to us and shared her wonderful story. This has been a tremendous blessing. Thank you. Um, Ms. Connolly, and you all, hey, hang tight, because our next episode, you're going to be even more blessed, all right? We have a two-part story of a woman who was known as a gangsta, booster, <laughs> right, Serena? Uh, drug and drug user. Oh, you don't want to miss this amazing story as well. So stay tuned with us as we continue to bring this amazing platform to the level that God has called us to do, to bring these amazing stories that will impact your life so that we all can gleam and change in the areas in which God will have us do. So uh, Ms. Connolly, can you give us our listeners and our all of us, you know, your last word, anything that you would like to have us to leave with, you know? Yes, I want to say to everyone that's listening, regardless to how busy your life may be, when we say we love our family members, Mm -hmm. we want to pause long enough to take care of the affairs so that the word love is in action. Mm -hmm. Pause and handle your business Mm -hmm. before it's too late. And as a friend of mine said before, actually a friend who is like a brother-in-law, um, you can run it from the grave. Handle mm. mm. your business. Amen. Oh, I like that. Wow. That is, oh my God. That is good. Is yes. Awesome. Run, handle your business. Yes. Oh, can you repeat that one more time, my dear? Yes. <laughs> run it from the grave. And the question of the day is for everyone to ask themselves, is your house in order? Is your house in order? Mm. Ask yourselves that question. Shanita, thank you so much for being with us. We have enjoyed having you and, um, you know, we, we could have gleaned more from you, but our listeners at the end of the season, um, Dr. Shipman and I, we're going to have a question and answer episode. So if you have any questions for us, please send them in. We will give you the opportunity to contact us with your questions. We thank Shanita Connolly uh, for being with us tonight and just sharing her awesome story. I mean, even though it was devastating, her journey prepared her for her purpose and God has been with her through this. And if you or a loved one, if you are in need of help, please reach out to someone or a support group. Mm-hmm. Burning Love Outreach, we're here for you. Dr. Sylvia Shipman is here for you. I'm Shanita Connolly, she has left her information. You, you can reach out to us because we are here to help you to navigate through this thing that we call life and yes. to do it in a way that is pleasing to God and in a way that is in order and that will bless your family as well. Yes. Now, We are going to just let you know how you can get in contact with us. Dr. Shipman, can you let our listeners know how they can contact you? Absolutely. For all your recovery support and other life concerns, please don't, and you don't know where to start. Sarita, Pastor Sarita and I, we are all here to help you navigate through all of that. 
For that extra support, please visit our website at drsylviashipman.com. And you also can contact us at 877-360-1177. Please, that number again is 877-360-1177. Also, you can also hit us up on uh, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and connect with us on Clubhouse. All right? Mm -hmm. And certainly, if you have in your heart that you want to give a donation to help transition lives from the strongholds of any addiction or anything that has brought a snare in anyone's life, please go to our website that's at drsylviashipman.com and select the donate button. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be before you all. Yes, and for speaking engagements where I share how I overcame years of addiction to crack cocaine and having numerous warrants issued for my arrest, please visit my website at burningloveoutreach.org. You can comment on my page. You can submit a prayer request. You can give a testimony or a praise report. Also, that's where you can um, submit your questions for our last episode. We would mm -hmm. love to have you connect with us so that we can answer your questions. And if you'd like to contribute and help us to reach the marginalized, please partner with us by giving. Um, a one-time donation, or you can become one of our monthly donors. You can like Burning Love Outreach on Facebook. You can follow us on Instagram, subscribe to us on YouTube and LinkedIn. Again, thank you for listening to a Burning Love Moment. And remember, don't give in, don't give out, and don't give up. You wake up in the morning, you're not feeling right. The will is gone, can't put up a fight. Take a Addiction and pain Don't know if you'll feel joy again Take a